0: This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on tunein.com, Hing.fm, and upsnap mobile. Contact Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald.
0: My mama told me when I was young
2: Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me here again on this lovely Friday morning. I am your host, Lisa McDonald. This is my show Carpe Diem, and we're with the Contact Talk Radio Network, live with my phenomenal guest, Chantel Chamberlain. And what I always do before I turn it over to unscripted dialogue for the fact that this show spans to 145 countries, two hundred and twenty TV radio terrestrial satellites, and potential for millions of iTunes downloads. I'm just going to do a little bit of service here for Chantal and plug her bio a little bit before like I say turning it over to unscripted dialogue. So thank you again for tuning in. I really appreciate the loyal listenership. So Chantal Chamberlain, every music genre is characterized by a unique style and specific instrumentation. For Canadian guitarist and jazz vocalist Chantal Chamberlain, her sensuous smoky voice is her trademark instrument. With some of Chamberlain's personal musical influences as her canvas, this Quebec-born Chanteuse delivers knockout performances that are as unforgettable as the singer herself. On Soiree, Chamberlain strikes a perfect balance between the soul of the classic singer-songwriter and the dynamic verve of a jazz Chanteuse. She can swing with the best of them, then capture your heart with a soft torch song and infuses the tracks with an incredible charm that is simply Chantal. Although she has released five previous highly acclaimed albums, 2002's This Is Our Time, 2004's Serendipity Street, 2005's Dripping Indigo, 2008, The Other Woman, and 2012, Chantal Number 5, it is Soiree that is the culmination of her life's work, where she salutes her francophone roots with a full-length all-French language release. Paying homage to several French artists, some of which inspired Chantal from the young age of nine when she started her musical journey, Chamberlain credits French-Canadian artist Diane Tell for inspiring her inspiring her to play guitar and fellow French-Canadian powerhouse Jeanette Reynaud for inspiring her to find her voice. The result is a refreshing diversity of tempo and tone, and Chantal's vocals move from sultry and soulful to bluesy and brassy with graceful ease. No vocal histrionics here, just a subtle yet always sincere take on material that resonates in her heart and soul. Chamberlain's first releases served notice that this was an artist to watch. They received radio play across Canada, notched rave reviews, brought Chantel a loyal fan base in Canada and the U.S., and garnered several award nominations, including winning a People's Choice Award for Canadian Recording of the Year at the Hamilton Music Awards. With the release of 2008's The Other Woman, Chantal's fan base soared on an international scale. Securing a licensing deal in Hong Kong for Southeast Asia, Chantel's momentum has grown with each release and demonstrates that in a genre with many top-notch female jazz vocalists, there is always room for one this unique and talented. And those concerts, whether it's crooning to tens of thousands at festivals, such as the Toronto or Montreal International Jazz Festival, or serenading packed crowds in the hundreds at discerning nightclubs and theatres across North America and abroad, they are poignant reminders of how intoxicating Chamberlain's onstage presence can be. Anchored by Chamberlain on guitar, the tasteful strains of Eric Boucher's piano expertise, Mark McIntyre's Flavorful bass and a cast of musicians that include saxophonist Sal Rosalie, drummer Danny Lockwood and producer Bob Deutsch on trumpet, cello and accordion, Chantal continues to fulfill the promise of delivering a live show where intimacy and the emotional impact of the moment flow together in perfect harmony. Whether seeing Chantal in a solo show or with a stage full with her amazing backing band, she evokes an in-the-moment essence in which she clearly shines. Chamberlain's approach to her career, slow and steady, wins the race, is proving to be the right call, with 2014 and 2015 bringing some incredible benchmarks to add to her accomplishments. Soiree's hit number one, number one hit on the HMV Hong Kong Jazz Charts and her October debut concert in Hong Kong was so well received, plans are in the works, for her return in 2016 for a five-country tour. Her success internationally combined with the invitation to have her track, La Mer, from The Other Woman, included on the North American release of the Starbucks compilation, Women of Jazz, is not only a testament to her personal evolution, but cements her role as one of the finest female
1: interpreters of jazz today.
2: Wow, Chantel, that's amazing. Congratulations, and
1: thank you very much for joining me here today. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. This is great.
2: Wow. How do you keep up with all of that? That's quite the bio. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm listening to you reading it. I'm like, wow. That's, you know, it's uh, funny because. Yeah.
2: That's funny, because most of my guests, given that that's how I introduce my guests uh, before turning it over to unscripted dialogue, that's what they oftentimes say. It's like, wow, I didn't realize I accomplished so much. Wow, that sounds like you're talking about somebody other than me. That's fantastic.
0: I know.
1: It's like, wow, okay, I've, I've been busy, and it's and it's only the beginning. Good God. It's wow. Great.
2: And are you ever not busy? Um,
1: I try not to be not busy, because I, I just, you know... Playing and singing for people is is what I love to do, so I try not to take too much time off. Uh, The only time that I'll do that is, uh, you know, spend a couple of weeks just not playing out and just kind of working on some new material, And uh, because I I like to keep everything really fresh because I play so much, and I get a lot of people that come out more than once, so I, I have a few followers, so for them, I like to, you know, introduce some new songs, which keeps them coming out as well, right? So that's my time off, which is well, <laughs> you know, working, but kind of not working.
2: Well, when you do what you love and you love what you do, it's truly not work, is it? Oh,
1: you know what? I'm, I'm so blessed and, and grateful to be able to get up every day, go to work, and love, love what I do. Uh, there are so many people and, and even some close friends who you know, I'll dread the Monday morning and can't wait for the weekend. And can't wait to be on the holidays because they just dread having to go to work. And I think, you know, I sometimes I almost feel guilty because I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, I can't even participate in this conversation because I love what I do, right? Or yeah, I try and, yeah. keep, you know, keep it low.
2: Well, you know, but it's it's always okay to shine. I mean, you've earned that, and uh, and sometimes people just need to see. Uh, the live up-close example of, yeah, you know, I can live my life. It's not necessarily because they share the same talents as you or the same passions, uh, but it's never too late to reinvent yourself. It's never too late to rid yourself of the things that hold you back and, uh, you know, dampen your spirit. So uh, I wouldn't dummy down on that one,
1: Chantel. Keep it going. <laughs> okay, I will. Yes, Lisa, I shall do that.
2: Okay. Okay. So I just uh you know I was ramping up our show and uh you know we've got quite a following between the two of us and um so what I had mentioned to people in Ramping Up, uh, you as my lovely guest today, was that I did have the privilege of seeing you. I mean, I haven't seen you in one of your actual concerts, but I've seen you in one of your previous uh, residencies where you lived here in Dundas, and I got to see you outside play in your studio, and I have your albums. You you know, were kind enough to provide me with an album, and you signed it, and I just think you're absolutely lovely. We listen to your music quite a bit here, and I've been trying to get you on radio for a while, wanting to and uh, finally got around to reaching out to your lovely partner, Sarah. So I'm so glad we were able to make this happen today.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm glad as well. Thank you again.
2: So what's, so what's happening in 2016? Have you already gone to Hong Kong? Is this still yet up and coming? What's going on for this year?
1: Uh, well, I think for this year, uh, my label in Hong Kong is talking about bringing me back uh, in the fall. So that would be sort of like October, November-ish, to do uh, probably about four or five countries. Wow. So including mainline China, going back to Hong Kong, and and a few others. Uh, So they're working on that. So I'm just, uh, I should probably know uh, in the next month or so Mm -hmm. um, if if that's going to be happening. So I've kind of put my uh, fall schedule on hold for now, uh, so it's open up, you know, for them to... uh, the book as many shows as they want because I think, I mean, I do really well there, uh, which is great. Uh, so of course, like the opportunity to actually go back and perform for perform uh, live for all of the people that are supporting me over there is absolutely a must. So I'm always ready when uh, when they need me to go there. So and I, it's, you know, it's quite an experience too, to uh, to actually go and play over there.
0: Absolutely. It's amazing what,
1: uh, what music does? You don't need to even speak the same language, but once you start playing, everybody—we're uh, all—we all become, you know, one, and we all end up on the same page, regardless of language. Which is very
0: awesome. true.
2: Very true. Well, music resonates at the soul level, and there's nobody who would know that better than yourself. Um, so, I, you know, I don't need to preach to the preacher here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um,
2: but why do you think it is, Chantel, that the southeast Southeast Asia market, in particular, uh, resonates with you? What do you What do you think that connection is all about in that particular demographic?
1: Um, you know, it's a good question. I'm not really sure. And I think, you know, when I was there, uh, when I played in Hong Kong uh, last year, um, it was, you know, just uh, walking around and, and meeting a lot of people and sitting in, in restaurants or patios and listening to the music that plays.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it was interesting because I think they relate to a lot of uh, uh, soulful and love love songs. And I don't know. They seem to be really in tune with that. And because I was noticing, I mean, you know, we all remember Air Supply. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and I'm sitting <laughs> on a patio listening to Air Supply and I'm thinking, where am I? Because I don't think I've heard Air Supply since I lived in Montreal. Like it's been, but, I mean, they do That's a band that does really well, and you know, and and I think they love connecting to the to the love songs. And I, I mean, that's that's just a wild guess, but I mean, hey, they love it, and they love what I do. So I'm 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 happy to uh, to provide. They love you. They love you. They do. They want you back. They want you back. (laughs) And you you know you sit on a patio and you listen to Air Supply, and then the next song is you know (laughs) Diana Crawl and then oop, there's me. It's just kind of weird to be in that. You know, I'm sitting at, you know, having a beer, and it's like, hey, that's me playing. And how how bizarre is that? That's it amazing. is. It, to me, it's still bizarre. Like, uh, not so much around here. You know, if I walk into a venue, it's like, oh, I'm on the radio. But yeah. when you go to a different country, and I mean, going to Hong Kong, it's, I mean, it was like landing on a another planet. I mean, I bet so out there and. The language, the the visual, like, it's so intense and, and overwhelming. And to just hear myself on a, on a uh, over a speaker, it's like, whoa, okay.
2: And, and so when your music's playing and you hear it, whether you're sitting, you know, in a cafe or on a patio, and you hear the music playing and you see the people who are surrounding you, do they actually connect the dots and go, that person who I'm listening to is sitting right there having a cappuccino? Do they get that?
1: Uh... Mm, not so much which is a good <laughs> thing <laughs> right because i could just be like incognito and just sit there and, and and look at people's reaction which is which is kind of fun right
0: um
1: yeah That's for but, real. No, it's a, like if i if i'm doing a concert and it's the day of the concert or the day after then uh-huh. there's a little more recognition which is right. it can be a good thing but i i don't mind the uh don't recognize me. It's, I'm okay with that. As long okay. as they enjoy the music, they don't need to, uh, they don't need to connect the dots and see me on the patio having a beer and conversations <laughs> with my friends. Or, you know? Like, it's right. okay.
2: Okay. Well, that's awesome. I'm so happy for you. What a lovely experience. I mean, that's such a unique experience. Not very many people in this world get to, you know, say that that's where they're embraced and where they get to, uh, perform live and, you know, just be completely loved and called back. I mean, amazing, Chantel. Certainly a testament to your talent. And, um, you know, so you've got all these albums, uh, quite amazing. And so I know for when I talk to other musicians who I've uh, also been equally gracious and blessed to have uh, on my show as guests, you know, every album represents obviously something different that's going on in their life at the time. Uh, you know, for some people, there's some deep, meaningful value uh, attributed to that. Uh, for others, it's just what people want at the time. And so musicians deliver. Um, but can you walk us through what each of your albums, uh, represents for you to the degree that you're comfortable on a personal level or a soulful level or professional development level? I'd love to hear that.
1: Sure. Well, I think uh, you know, going back to 2002 when I released the first album, "This Is Our Time." I mean, this was really the first album where I did sort of the transition from. I come from a pop rock, folk rock background, so um, in 2000 I kind of took a couple of years off, a couple of years off, just to kind of figure out where I was in my life and reassess what I wanted to do musically and. What I wanted to do as an artist, um, so it took about two years, um, and then I thought, you know what? I I've always loved sort of the, the the ladies of jazz. I mean, I grew up with it. Like I was raised by my grandmother, uh, so you know these were always playing in the house, and and so for me, the, it's always been a part of my life. But it's only since about two thousand one, two thousand two that I thought, you know what? I think I think I could do this this kind of music because I. It's been part of my life, and now probably is my chance to to kind of, you know, dip my toes in the water and, and just see if it's, if it's something that, that I could do and that people could, could enjoy. And So I think for me, like the first album, uh, This Is Our Time, I wanted to also put some original material, which is the, the main track, This Is Our Time, is a song that I wrote, um, and, you know, kind of ease into it. Uh, and also throwing a few of the standards. And, you know, I took a chance. I was doing, I had started doing some uh, local stuff, some local shows. I had moved back to Ontario, uh, did some local stuff, and I thought, you know what, people are liking this, and I'm really enjoying playing this style of music, which Mm -hmm. is more of a contemporary jazz, not so much of a traditional jazz. And um, so I thought people were asking, you know, do you have CDs? Do you have CDs? And I thought, okay, well, maybe it's time to put a CD together. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, okay. Uh, so I went in to uh, see my good friend Bob Doerge, which I've known forever, mm-hmm. and I said, hey Bob, I this is uh, let's do this because my last album I did with him was like a like a super rock album. So he was like, oh, jazz, okay, <laughs> we could we could uh, yeah, what you got? And I'm like, okay, well, this is what I want to do. So we put it together, and the response was really great. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was pretty much the start of it And then uh, a couple years later we did Serendipity Street Which was more now, because I was playing a little more so it was like a demand for other songs that I was playing live So I was trying to pick songs to just, you know, put on that record Which is, uh, sorry, not record, but CD Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: Although I can say record Because Asia released uh, a few uh, uh, vinyls of some of these uh, CDs. So I, I can officially say records. Yay, um, vinyl! Yay, I know vinyl. <laughs> I have a couple of copies. It's like wicked. I'm like, wow. Um, so, yeah, so the first three, so this is our time, Serendipity Street and Dripping Indigo were pretty much a compilation of, of songs that I was playing live because the demand was there for people to want to buy CDs. Like they buy the first one, and they say, oh, when's the next one coming out? It's like, oh, my God, wait a minute. I just released like two months ago. So I was just, you know, I like, just trying to pump out some CDs. And so the first three was pretty much for that. Um, when it came down to recording uh, The Other Woman,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to... I had done the three CDs, at uh, the three previous ones at uh, Grant Avenue in Hamilton. Um, and I thought, you know what? Maybe I'm going to go into... Try something a little different. So I wanted to... Uh, go through a bit of a transition in terms of the the, the music and the band tracks, and just sort of incorporate uh, maybe a little more horn section, sort of a big bandish kind of sound. Um, mm-hmm. And at the time, I was um, I was having a really hard time physically because uh, I mean it's no secret that I've had rheumatoid arthritis since I was 26 years old. Mm-hmm. So during that uh, period, 2006 to 2008, I was struggling a lot with the disease, and I was having a hard time playing guitar. So I thought, okay, well, maybe I'll do an album where I'm actually not playing. And that's the only album where I'm actually not playing any instruments. Okay. And it was just to say, okay, let's just do a vocal and surround myself with a bunch of great musicians. Um, and so we put out this album and the other woman was the title that I liked because it was becoming somebody else, you know, with this disease that was, had creeped up on me again, once again, um, I was trying to figure out a title that could, on a personal note, kind of establish myself as being, you know, this is the other woman that, that was there before and now this is me. And introducing myself as, okay, well, I may not be a, a guitar player anymore, but I am still a vocalist and I can still do my job and, and make you feel the music. Uh, whether I play or not. So,
0: lovely,
1: lovely. Um, yeah, so I spent a couple of years, like we did really well with this record, and uh, and then I just, you know, I, it, the, this disease is weird. Like it sometimes you go into remission, sometimes it, it comes back and it just sticks there with you and won't let go. And it's mm-hmm. kind of the friend that you like to have around once in a while, but then you want the friend to go because <laughs> you had enough. Yeah, this was a nice weekend. Okay, now you can go home.
0: Here's you your know, hat,
2: watch
1: your hurry. Yeah, it's like, okay, okay, bye-bye. Shut the door and like, oh, my God, I'm glad this one's gone. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, and then I started playing again because I felt better. So it was, uh, you know, putting out number five was, uh, it was like it was, we were trying, we were struggling forever, like, with titles, right? Because titles sometimes are, they just come and, and you know, like that, but then, there were times mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, my God, what are we going to call the next album? <laughs> Seriously. And we just kept saying, referring to it as the, the album number five. So, And we thought, mm-hmm. you know what? Let's just do Chantal number five. And it was kind of cool because it's like, although uh, we didn't want to, um, it's Chantel Chamberlain number five. We really wanted to say Chantal number five to play on a bill like of Chanel number five. Absolutely. And it was like, uh, I don't know. Like, are we like... Looking for trouble, and then I'm thinking, well, you know, that publicity is good publicity. So, there you, you know, go. If we get, <laughs> get approached by Chanel, saying, hey, lady, you can't do that. It's like, okay, that that'd be okay. So, but, or, uh, yeah, alterna- so
2: that, or alternatively, or yeah. alternatively, you pump out a song for our next commercial.
1: Yeah, you exactly. Know,
2: it'd go either way. I know it's
1: it's pretty funny. So, uh, but uh, that one was fun, and we actually did the shoot, the video, um, the photo shoot in in Dunda. Mm -hmm. which was kind of cool for that, for number five. So, um, yeah, so that one, again, I I went back, I returned to Grant Ave because I just, I love the experience of recording in Toronto, but Grant (laughs) Avenue is like a second home, I mean. And I'm not, and this is, I'm not the only musician who refers to Grant Ave as being a second home. There's tons of musicians that just love recording there. And it's, we're working with Bob Doidge and, um, Amy King. I mean, it's, these guys are phenomenal, and there's a connection uh, yes. that we that we have that works well. But like you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like they say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So back right. to Granddad, I did. Uh, we did number five, and then uh, then it was time to do a French album because a lot of people were asking. You know, when are you going to do a French album? Like, okay, okay well, nah, you know, no time like the present. So. Let's go do it. So, And then we released Soiree, which was, uh, that one was a big production in terms of the pre-production, like, to do the research. In that That was, like, months of research.
2: Oh, I can only imagine.
1: Well, yeah, because it's your first, it's the first French album, so it's like, okay, I've got to figure out which song. I've had, like, you know, 10, 12, 13 songs
0: mm-hmm.
1: from a selection of, like, three, 400 songs. Like, oh, my it, it goodness. I know, it was, oh my goodness, like <laughs> months of, okay, yeah, we've got, I started, I think, 400 and change, and then we narrowed it down to 100, and then it was like, wow. Okay, now 60, okay, now 30, like, oh my goodness, okay, which one do I pick? I mean, I knew there were songs that I wanted, like a couple that I have to have those songs on it, because they mean something. I mean, all of the songs on the French album mean something to me, because it is, my background is, you know, mm-hmm. I was I really wanted to focus on artists that came from Quebec because this is my home, Montreal is my hometown and these are artists yes. that, you know, inspired me and have, have you know, I went on a journey with them when they were, you know, performing and buying their albums and so I felt like I was on that journey with them and it, for me it was kind of like time to, okay, like to, like a payback, you know, so let me pay homage to to these artists that, that I've loved all my life. So, yeah. Well,
2: I'm I'm sure that was well received and very much appreciated from your tribe. Lovely.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry that was a long explanation to the five no, albums. No, you know the what? Six albums it's-
0: actually. <laughs>
2: That's, you know what, I appreciate the thoroughness of your answer. Uh, you know, it, it provides people with individual insight and based on the answers that you gave for each of the albums, you know, whatever it was that you said that resonated with listeners, you know, they might then, based on your answer, go and decide which one of your albums they then want to buy or download. Mm. So, awesome. So, you know, I, I know from having read your bio, Chantal, that uh, the journey began for you at nine years of age. And, uh, you know, a question I always like to ask people, too, in the musical world is, you know, <clears throat> did you believe that you were born with a voice and you tapped into that? Or was it because of the love of singing and the people that, you know, listening to the music in your grandma's house um, and, you know, whatever else caught your eye as to, wow, you know, I could see myself really doing that. Did you know you had a voice to hone? Did you know you um, had that, that gift? You know, it's
1: interesting because when I... When I was nine, uh, I watched a TV show, and uh, there was this woman singing on one of those talk shows, Um, and Tiantel, who you mentioned earlier, uh, who's one of my heroes, and and I tried Always Pay Homage, which I did on Soiree. I recorded one of her songs. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me, when the first time I saw her on TV, I was blown away because, wow, she was a, a... a woman and she was playing guitar and singing. I'm like, what is happening here? This is great. <laughs> She's playing guitar, like for real. So I told, my, I told my grandmother, I said, I want to play guitar. I want to be a rock star. Uh-huh. So, you know, kids are like, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be whatever. No, I want to be a rock star, which I'm sure there are lots of kids that probably had that, that answer as well. But it, I was nine and I thought my grandmother thought, okay, well, she wants to play guitar. Let's buy her a guitar. So they bought me, she bought me a guitar and I started, you know, taking lessons And uh, I mean, I was nine, right? So I kind of got bored pretty fast. Mm -hmm. I wanted to just play songs, right? So I stuck with it for a bit. And then uh, once I hit high school and then started hanging out with like the cool kids who would, you know, skip class once in a while and go sit (laughs) in the back and close to like in May and just hang out and play guitar. and like, what is going on here? So I brought my guitar one day and just kind of joined in and, I learned a lot from those, those crazy kids out there with, you know, playing tunes and that. I didn't think I was really wanted to be a singer. I just really loved playing and and not really thinking that I could sing or be a singer. So uh, I just love playing guitar and, and playing the music part of it and learning so much. Cause you're always learning. I mean, I've been playing guitar for 41 years now, and I'm still learning, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. But I think it's probably like around the age of uh, sixteen or so that I thought, okay, well, wait a minute, I can play, and maybe if I sing, maybe I can go and do some busking in Montreal and you know mm-hmm. open my case and make a little bit of a little bit of money.
0: There you and go. And I did,
1: so, yeah. So it was pretty much like around sixteen or so that I thought, okay, well, maybe i can sing a little bit and play and see what happens. And uh, that's when pretty much I started. But it, to I, I mean, I never thought. I, I never took vocal lessons. Or anything like that. Uh, I was just singing because I thought that was the thing to do if I wanted to, you know, reach people. And it, it seemed more interesting to people if you're actually playing and singing. Absolutely. So that was pretty much the, the what got me started singing. And then um, yeah, and it's when I uh, when I left college because I'd gone to college for uh, classical guitar. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to be a I wanted to be a conductor.
0: Did you? Uh,
1: I I know. Yeah. I, could, wow. I was like, hey, I could be like, I don't, back then, no female conductors. So I'm thinking, hey, I could be the first one. And, uh, but you know, it's like, wow, conductors, man, that's a lot of work. Like musically, mm-hmm. it's intense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the choruses were super intense. And it's like, you know, at the same time on the side, I was doing some, a few gigs here and there. And it's like, I don't know, conducting. First of all, I love being on stage, but conducting your back is to the audience. That True. All, True. That seems all wrong. So that I'm is all there. wrong. We need to
2: see yeah. your
1: face my pal. <laughs> uh, yes, right. it's like uh, I don't know. This is not right. I need to face it the other way. But uh-huh. uh, so I, you know, it, but although although I quit uh, college because I was I just couldn't do it anymore and I, I wasn't interested anymore. I did learn a lot, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I just I just quit and um, yeah, just started. Uh, when I realized that I could actually do gigs. And to get paid? Like what? Wow! I know. It's like, what are you talking about? $30? No way.
2: Holy smokes, sure. I can go buy some strings.
1: <laughs> exactly. It was crazy. I was <laughs> like, wait a minute. Okay, I can do that. So, yeah, pretty much, um, yeah, just took a chance and started playing more and more out at gigs and meeting other musicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just kind of just snowballed into... Uh, you know what it is today, and I mean, it's there's been like some rough, rough times. Don't get me wrong, but of
0: course, I, there always is.
1: You know, people say, yeah, people say, oh, it's like an overnight success. It's like, yeah, 25 years. It was a long night. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Major insomnia, 25 years. I know. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. If that's what you want to call it. Sure. Right.
2: Right. And it's true. I talk about that as well with guests, you know, whether it's people who write a book, whether it's people who, uh, you know, take the stage and they do speaking engagements or whatever their brand, whatever their passion, whatever their product, you know, it's true, um, you know. People think when they hear your name and it becomes household or, you know, you start to be get, you, you become more recognizable. People just think it's instantaneous. It's like, especially if they might not have heard of you before, they just think, Oh wow, catchphrase, buzz name. Oh wow, this person's amazing, you know, overnight success. But every person yeah. who I've had on the show will tell you otherwise. And, you know, they find it quite humorous actually that, that people would just make those assumptions because nothing happens overnight. You got to hone it, you know. You got to hustle, and uh, yep. you got to be- believe in yourself. And as you say, you know, you have to go with the ups and downs and the peaks and valleys of life. Nothing goes according to plan at all,
1: ever. So never, never, it's never. Just, you know, you, yeah. You have gotta. You just have to. I mean, if this, if this, if it's something that you believe in, and that you're passionate about, I think you just, you just keep doing it, and and and. Break down the barriers and just just go for it because you know life is short, man. Life goes really fast. You blink and you're 50. You know, and it's like I didn't want to wake up at you know on my 50th birthday and go, oh man, I wish I could go back 25 years. And mm-hmm. you know, I have no regrets, which is great, and I'm I'm very fortunate that I, I'm I'm 50 and I'm still doing it. This is awesome. Yeah. And I'm not going anywhere. I mean, look at some of the artists. Like
2: yeah, 50, you are. You're 70. going to Hong Kong.
1: I know. I know. It's just Chantal's going to Hong Kong people. I know. Hong Kong. Check it out. It's crazy. Get
2: your airline ticket
0: now.
1: <laughs> that's right. I know, it's so exciting. So, you know, that's just the beauty of of uh, uh, of the music and and the style that that I that I'm in as well is you know, could I go back and do the the rock stuff and play to like two in the morning? Not a chance. No. You know, it's like yep. I've been there, done that. You know, I'm not gonna. I would never go back to that. But although I loved it and it's got me here, but what I do now is uh, is very, very much a part of a big part of who I am as 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 a human being. It's it's, it's what I do. It's what I sit, you know, on stage on when I play solo and, and I play some songs and I look at the people and they just. You know, they take that journey with me, and they just can't get enough. And that, to me, is it is, is, is giving to them something that they crave, and and they just absorb okay. it and come back for more. Which, so yeah, so I'm not going anywhere for a long time.
2: Well, Hong Kong, Chantal, you're going to Hong. I know. Kong. I'm going to Hong Kong. You're going to Hong Kong. <laughs> so, what else I'd like to know? You know, outside of who you are, stage presence, writing songs, singing, guitar playing, gigs, tour dates, awards, and I'm going to come back to the awards shortly, but what I'm always interested to know is, what do people not know about you that might surprise them? Like, who is Chantal the person outside of the musician and the artist?
1: Um, Well, I I don't know, I I pretty much wear my, my heart on my sleeve, so it's pretty much what you get, uh, sort of emotionally and... Well, uh, tell
2: us about your heart. This is 145 countries, Chantel.
1: Well, it's that, you know, I'm a very, uh, I'm a very down-to-earth, uh, say it like it is. Yeah. Uh, I am who I am and I don't BS my way through life. Um, I don't like people that do. Uh, Mm -hmm. if, you know, I'm, I, I'm opinionated, um, but I don't, you know, I never engage in conversations that I don't, I am not familiar with or pretend to be somebody I'm not. Um, I, always, I always believe that we can learn so much by being quiet uh, right. from other people, right? So, um, but I'm yeah. very... Stand
2: uh, around I the could, water cooler and talk about hump day. You'll learn a lot. <laughs> I know.
1: <huh? laughs> exactly. So, you know, I try and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm very, I'm very honest and uh, direct and uh, uh, truthful and um, you know it's what you, what you see is what you get and there's uh, and I think that allows that's what allows me to be able to make that connection with people because a lot of people uh, fans and that will say, you know I love coming to see you play because it doesn't matter if it's a room and there's 20 people or 20,000 people, I always feel that you connect with me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's people saying that to you in an environment where there's, there could be thousands of people. And, and to me, that is so important, and that's why I always say I'm, I'm very down to earth and, and, and direct, and I try and make time for everybody who, who wants to be a part of you know, my little bubble. And, um, and, and I think that's what makes me uh, the artist that I am being able to make that connection with people because I'm, I'm real. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, a persona or somebody else or trying mm-hmm. to be something I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, that, that clearly
2: like comes through in your music. It clearly comes through in your music because I don't think Thank you me. could be uh, a superficial person, uh, you know, artificial in any sense, and pump out the kind of beautiful, soulful lyrics in which you do, and the way in Thank which you, you present it and share it with the world. There's absolutely those two just don't compute. So, uh yeah, very, very clear that you're the real deal. And happy
1: Earth Day, down to it earth girl. I don't, I don't. Happy Earth Day, everyone. This is, uh, yeah, that's right. There's a lot of big celebrations. Uh, That happened this week in terms of events. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So this and it's great, you know, living on a on a farm and that. So you're very connected with the earth.
0: Fantastic.
2: Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I look forward to plucking out some garlic.
1: Yes, please. (laughs) Come come down like sometime in July. We'll find you.
2: Well, Sarah and I've been talking about it. So even you know, I'm more so. I'm more so uh, needing to do that.
1: Oh, you'll love it. It's awesome. Absolutely.
2: So is there a book on the horizon? A book? Yeah. Did I did I not read or hear somewhere that you're writing a biography or someone's writing about you?
1: I don't think so. I'm not.
2: Oh, okay. I don't know where I got that from. Maybe maybe it's a premonition.
1: Oh, <laughs> dear. Oh, dear. Let's oh, add some, <laughs> some more stuff to the list. Oh, well, biography. I don't know. I don't know about that.
2: Has that ever crossed your mind? I mean, you've got such a lovely story, a tapestry of beautiful things chained together in sequence. I mean, what a beautiful story that would make.
1: Oh, I, you know, I, I I hadn't thought about it, but... Uh, and Sarah can insert her photography. I mean, it'd be beautiful. Yes. Well, okay, hold on. Like, All right, maybe I'll put that on my... Uh, Manifestation on my long, list. That's right, my long...
0: Put it on your list.
1: vision board. That's right. Uh, Oh, my goodness. It could be interesting, yeah. Okay, well, it's never, you know, I never say no. Right. I can explore that that avenue, but we'll see.
2: Yeah, I don't know where that came from. I honestly thought that I I had read that somewhere, and I I thought that was definitely worth the mention on radio. So, um, but, yeah, I could clearly see that. I think that would be beautiful.
1: All right, well, let me think on that.
2: Okay, you think on that. I will. Uh, so let's go back to the award that you won. Was that 2008? The People's
1: uh, although the People's Choice, that was 2004, I think. 2004? Okay,
2: think so what so. was that? Mo- I, I want to hear, was that your first main award? I mean, that's a huge award. Was, was that
1: your first award? Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, walk, walk
2: a, us through that walk us through the atmosphere the lead up to that the knowing that you were obviously uh, being considered nominated um, you know for all the hard work and all the dues that you paid behind the scenes and you know as you've spoken about the rheumatoid arthritis and the hiatuses and things don't always go according to plan so when you're sitting there and you know that there's a good chance that you're going to be the recipient of that award. But even if if not, but just to be nominated or to know that you're sitting in the presence of uh, equally talented people, tell us what that when your name got called. Walk us through that. That's amazing.
1: Well, it's a it's an interesting um, it's an interesting feeling because it's uh, you know there were I was up for uh, other uh, I was in different uh, categories as well other categories I think it was vocalist and. Uh, I forget, I think there was another one, but for me, the people's choices it was a really important one because, I mean, it says it's the people's choice. The people get to choose. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I was pretty excited about that one. So when my name got called, it was, uh, you know, it's, it's a bit surreal because you think, I mean, you kind of, pre- you always prepare, well, I did. I kind of prepared something just mm-hmm. in case because mm-hmm. I don't want to be, you know, caught standing on stage trying to think and you never want to forget anybody well you, so, could,
2: have sung, you of, could have you could have belted out lyrics and sung
1: thank you <laughs> that's right <laughs> that would have probably been much easier i'm not a very good speaker or you know it's like i just prefer i don't mind being on stage but as long as i'm singing and playing i'm not about uh-huh. speaking and so it's a little uh it's always a bit challenging for me but i mean it was pretty exciting like to get to. Because you, I don't know, like the, the the when they start naming the people and and your heart kind of races and you're trying to you know I don't care what anybody says you know you, you know there's you see them on TV and they're just like looking cool they're freaking out on the inside they have to be I was but you try to look cool right like oh yeah like clap 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 and mm-hmm. so and then when they call your name up it's like oh my goodness I can't believe this is this is happening this is exciting and then. You know, all sorts of things went through my head, you know, don't fall down, up the stairs, don't, you know, <laughs> drop it. You know, you think of these things, like they go really quickly in your head, but you think of it.
0: ah that.
1: Yeah, so it was very exciting, and, um, you know. Especially and so were, you, were
2: you out of your body then when you were giving the, the speech? Like, do you recall what you were saying? Did it seem like it was uh, flowing nicely? Like, do you even know what you were saying, or was it just so out of your body?
1: Um, I think it was, yeah, it was pretty much like sort of an out-of-body kind of thing because you're standing there and you're, I I don't even, I, well, I think I, the one thing I remember is when I, uh, he went backstage and then take pictures and that. And after, you know, you go and sit back down and I looked at Sarah, I said, did I make any sense? She goes, no, she goes, that it was great. I'm like, okay. I, because to me it sounded like I just, I I don't even remember it was like, thank God like Sarah's like. Oh no no it was great I'm like really or you just saying this so no you know me I, if it wasn't good I would have told you this no 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 uh-huh. it was perfect you did you didn't forget anybody was like oh thank God but Amazing. and then it, you know I, I had that award in my studio and for so the next week it was kind of looking at it thinking Huh. Ah, that's pretty <laughs> cool still you know it's kind of yeah. it's kind of uh, it's a, it's a very cool experience and um, you know well, a lot of people a lot of people say oh, it's nice to be nominated. And, I mean, mm-hmm. that's it, like I said. You know, I say it like it is. Yeah, people yeah. say that. And, but you know, if you're nominated, you kind of want to win. It's, of course. Right. You know, it's like, oh, it's just nice to be nominated. I'm like, heck, right. no! I want to win. Absolutely. So, you, know, you don't play so, to lose. Exactly. You know, you don't. And there's nothing you don't wrong enter, with
2: that. There's nothing. You don't wrong enter with that. a race. You don't
1: enter a race to finish last, man. You enter a race yeah. so you want to be first. That's yeah. that kind
2: of thing. Chantal right? hasn't pumped out years of time, money, energy on albums just to get the participation ribbon.
1: <laughs> exactly. Thanks for showing up, you know. No yeah. thanks. So, so, so,
2: do you happen to recall who else uh, were candidates or nominees for the award in which you received? Do you remember who else was up for oh. that?
1: Oh, yeah, just put me on the spot. You know, I'm, I'll be honest. No, I don't. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I'd have to look back and go, oh, right. No, I, I can't remember.
2: That's okay. In either which case, I mean, what an accomplishment. And, you know, did, was that a crystallized moment for you in terms of, you know, I mean, obviously you do what you do because you love it and you would do it regardless, even if there were no awards attached to anything mm-hmm. attached to your talent. But, you know, did it, did it, was it a validation for you? Was it like, okay, I've, I've really, come into my own, my hard work has paid off, and not only paid off, but it's resonated. Because as you say, that particular award, the People's Choice Award, I mean, who else would you want to be uh, recognized or adored or uh, supported by than the fans, the people?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's, uh, I mean, to me, to win an award, it's not so much a validation of the kind of artist that you are. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. a milestone, and it's nice to, To receive an award and especially being recognized by the people, Mm -hmm. Um, but you know what? There's time for me as an artist. Like every time, um, every time I release an album, it becomes like it's a validation of oh wow, this is okay. I'm I I've made it. This is awesome. Like there's my I, I have six albums. Album number six. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every ba- album is like that. Every, uh, you know, doing the Montreal Jazz Festival for the first time was like, it's another validation of the art. So I think all of these moments that you have as an artist throughout your career, I think mm-hmm. become those, those equally, uh, validated moments that, that you have, whether it's an award that you win, or a festival that you've always wanted to play, or an artist that you've always wanted to perform with. Right. Or, uh, uh, going to Hong Kong and playing, going to South America. Like, these are all
0: validations, mm-hmm. and
1: they're all equally the same to
2: me. Right. And I should mention, too, when I use the word validation, I mean, because, I mean, that, that speaks for itself, and there's a place for that word, but I also meant affirmation, too, right? Sometimes Affirmation, nice. of course. Yeah, yeah. I think I meant that more than validation, but in yeah. other which case, they both apply, perhaps. Absolutely um so i'm cognizant of time this time always goes way too fast for my liking uh especially when i feel like i'm getting into a real groove with my guest um so we've got got, got, it always is i tell you uh so we've got probably about seven six minutes so what i'd like to do Chantal, is give you an opportunity to let listeners fans supporters know uh where they can find you where they can reach you your schedule um Anything that you wish to offer people so that you can uh, draw more of a base from these 145 countries?
1: Sure. Well, okay, thanks. Thanks for that. Uh, well, I guess uh, for the albums in that, all six albums are uh, available on iTunes. Okay. Um, uh, some, I'm not so familiar about which stores they're in, but iTunes for sure. Uh, um, and that's worldwide. So
0: uh, Beautiful.
1: Website? So, um, the website. You can look at ChantalC dot com.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, also, social media. Uh, social media. I'm on Facebook, Chantal Chamberlain. Um, what else? Instagram is Chantal Chamberlain as well. Mm-hmm. What else? I think, <laughs> I think that's about. Do you have a fan page, public figure page? Uh, I've got a music, uh, the music, my music page. Uh, Chantal, yeah Chamberlain, so they, all the info is there and they yes. go to the website and the website we always keep the uh, calendar sort of uh, t- uh like a two months two months at a time of mm-hmm. uh, of venues that I'm playing and right now I'm focusing more uh playing locally sort of in the uh southern ontario mm-hmm. uh for the summer so people can catch me uh, if they live in the area sort of uh, sure. in that in this area around here so
2: Chantal's coming to my house. She's playing in my backyard this weekend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great. Okay. Yay. So, uh, yeah, well, your, let, agent, let me, your
2: agent never told you that. Ah,
1: uh, apparently not. So we're gonna have to have a chat. <laughs>
2: well. We've got a few minutes yet to wrap up, so I just want to yeah. say, what what would your imparting words be to anybody, whether it be music specifically, anybody who's endeavoring to do something, they're sitting on the fence, they don't know how to break through to the other side, uh, you know, take those risks, embrace fear, relinquish fear. What would you say to these people?
1: I think uh, regardless of what you're sitting on the fence for, uh, I think, if, for me, is you know, live in the moment. And if you believe in what you are about to do and you strongly believe it and you're passionate about it, I say, just go for it because you know, you got one life to live and make the best of it and make sure that you're happy, passionate and that, um, that it fulfills you because you don't know, you don't want to wake up, you know, 40 years down the road and say, I should have, could have, yes. you don't want those words to come out of, come out of your mouth. So I, I think go for it and, and do it because it's, In
2: the end, it's all worth it. Beautiful. Well, I want to thank you very much. And I'm going to, even though there's still a couple minutes to wrap up, I'd like to close with outro music, your music, Chantel. So I'm going to thank you very much for taking the time out of your schedule to join me here. I'm looking forward to having a drink with you in your backyard, you and Sarah. Can't wait for that and uh, I, yeah, and I'm going to continue following you, plugging you. Podcast is going to be shortly coming up and I'll upload it, send it to you. But for my listening audience, I want to also thank you again for joining me here, Lisa McDonald. I'm your host, Carpe Diem. I go live every Friday at 11.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with the Contact Talk Radio Network. I hail from Dundas, Ontario, Canada. Beautiful sunny day here. Hope it's the same for you. Have a lovely safe weekend. Thank you again for tuning in every Friday. If you have any show topic ideas or you wish to appear as a potential guest on my Show, you can kindly reach out to me at my website, Lisa McDonald Author.com. McDonald is spelled M C D O N A L D. Or alternatively, you can reach me at my email address, which is Lisa McDonald 13 at Gmail.com. Looking forward to next Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. Love to you and Sarah Chantel. All my best and keep up the great, phenomenal work.
1: Thank you so much, Lisa, for having Bye me. Bye, listeners. Yourself.
0: Mer, qu'on voit danser le long des golfes clairs, la des reflets d'argent, la mer, des reflets changeant sous la pluie, la mer. Au ciel d'été, the sun, blancs moutons, avec les les si si purs, la mer mer, d'azur, sun, Just so etons ces grands roseaux mouillés voyez ces oiseaux blancs et ces maisons rouillés la mer les avers Don't oh.
1: With your host, Lisa McDonald. For more information, please go to Lisa's website at Lisa McDonald Author.com.